We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Huddle up, it's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. We're a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and that's right, it's Turf District Tuesdays. We are back with another show for you. Thank you for joining us. If you're live with us on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. If you've downloaded the podcast, thank you for downloading. If you could do us the favor of sharing, commenting, liking, retweeting, all of those fun things, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all the things. Uh, I could list it. I'm how many, Where's my thesaurus? I could come up with a lot of things for us to do. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a great show for you this evening. Uh, let's bring, bring in the gang right away. There they are. One super fan, Mike. And how is it going? Oh, it's going great. Other than my lovely voice. Do you like it? It's very um, whiskey toned. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm not even doing like it's It's just beer, but still. Andrew the blues singer. Yeah, let's let's go with that. How are you, Kamish? I'm good. Okay, I just have to show you this beer because as um the only passenger in my car, Andrew, you will understand the name of this spoke to me. Okay. It's called Jerkface 9000. <laughs> yes, I do understand that. I yes. saw that and I was just like, yes, this is just fit for me. That yeah. Beer is made yeah. for you. That's I know. Right. Oh, yes. goodness. Yeah. yeah. Bring back the jerk face. One of the greatest lines when we were, uh, yeah, we were driving and calling somebody a jerk face. It was outstanding. Um, now, pretty, pretty bad language. Pretty bad language. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. I don't know how, I don't know how I survived. Um, all right. We have a couple of great guests with us tonight. Make sure you are putting your questions into the chat below because we'll take some fan questions in a very short bit. Uh, let's bring them in. They are your kickers for your Edmonton Elks. Punter Jake Julian and kicker Dean Faithful. Welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thank no you for problem. having me. We're so glad you guys could join us. And Jake, you're actually the first punter we've ever had on the show. So thank you for christening that for us. We're glad that you're here. And uh, I, let's talk a little bit about yesterday. Um, Monday morning magic. Uh, first time for both of you guys. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't even know Edmonton had a had a fair go through. So it was all kind of that and uh, just putting the smile on the kids faces got to uh, ride a lot of rides with a lot of kids and uh, just had a bunch of fun running the bumper cars with Tanner 
and uh, and the, whatever kids were willing to jump in the rides with us, it was a good time. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. what about you, Dean? What did you think of Monday Morning Magic? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, you know, d- ditto what what Jake said, and then I had the opportunity to jump on some more rides and then try some some crazy food as well. Ooh, what did you the... try? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it started with Kool Aid chicken burgers. Uh, Kool Aid chicken burgers. Okay. Yeah, which was nice. It was just like a sweet chicken burger, like you put honey on it. And then the strangest one was uh, ketchup ice cream. Which and? was uh, awful. <laughs> awful. And, and Mark uh, Corte, one of the other players, he had um, mustard ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, my. Just, yeah, horrible, horrible. Okay, so you guys did the video earlier where all of you were, well, Jake, you're Canadian, so you've had ketchup chips before. Mm. But so, Dean, ketchup chips or ketchup ice cream? Which one, if you had to pick one, which one are you going to take? Or sorry, ketchup crisps or ketchup (laughs) ice cream? I got to say it right. Ketchup crisps, 100%, yeah. Ketchup (laughs) chips. Yeah, I love ketchup. Um, Stick it on everything, but not ice cream not quite everything <laughs> no not, not quite well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah not everything yeah that's that's fair all right <laughs> excellent excellent so, uh, so let's go back to the beginning um obviously uh we're a big football fan so uh, who introduced you guys to football and when did you start playing let's uh let's start with uh, dean i've been i've been kicking now for nearly three years so you know not not a long time in the game um used to play soccer and then got the opportunity to play almost by accident really someone sort of gave gave me the opportunity and and said i'd be be good at it and um i had a tryout and turns out i was i was quite good at it and from that point forward i just spent a lot of time training and and learning the game um and that's where i really sort of took it in detail and, and watch, started to watch games and learn about the details of kicking. So yeah, I kind of got into it by accident, but and since then I've been fully into it and kind of left soccer in the dust um, and, and all about football now. That's awesome. That sounds funny coming from a British. I, I've left soccer behind. I'm all about football. Isn't that the same thing? I mean, <laughs> Music like to our ears. Got it. Yeah. No. Got it. yeah, my friends in England are going to give me some abuse for that. <laughs> a little bit of stick. It's already on YouTube. That's right. yeah. What, what <laughs> yeah. about you, Jake? Uh, it's funny. I kind of had the similar story to Dean, but just uh, a little bit earlier in life. I uh, played a lot of soccer growing up, and I thought that was going to be my ticket to uh, college education, but Turned out I wasn't very good. Uh, I could only really, could only really kick the ball far. I played goalie, and it uh, it made for a smooth transition. Uh, the high school team needed a kicker. I said oh, I'll give it a shot, and I was kicking 50-yard field goals with relative ease in high school. So I uh, I switched over to kicking, and then uh, had a coach recommend to go to a Coles kicking camp down in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, they they rank kids and help uh help with scholarship opportunities and win as a kicker my grade 11 year um didn't do well at all <laughs> they told me come back next year try again i uh, came back next year tried again pretty much the same result i was uh kind of known for missing the pat and then hitting the kickoff out the back of the end zone 
And uh, at that second camp, the coach there, um, still talk to him today. He's a really close, really close person to me, uh, Luke Radke. said, you know what? Try to switch to punting um, and see what happens. And uh, by then I was pretty late in my recruiting process, but turns out um, I could reclassify and take grade 13 and keep eligibility and be all good. So I spent the year punting and then uh, went from there. That's amazing. I, I do have a question actually, when it comes to Pennsylvania in the US, what is that state like for football? Cause we all know like Texas is like, football is everything. What's Pennsylvania like? Yeah, so I mean, it just so happened that one of the camps was there and uh, it was the closest one in driving distance from my hometown, Barrie, Ontario. And so we made the drive down and it's such a interesting dynamic there because it's a lot of blue collar workers, like mm -hmm. steel workers. And uh, like, it's just hard nosed football where people there live and die by it, right? Like Ooh. the high school. They're getting, I'm used to Ontario ball where it's, we're getting mom, moms and dads out into the stands, but everyone's bringing a lawn chair. There they had stadiums that fit four or 5,000. And I'm, I was like, no way people come to these games. Like what, what's going on? But for high school. For high schools. And you see pictures and they're, they're packed out in the stands all around the fences there. And it's, it's pretty impressive. It's been the same basically every state I've gotten the chance to go to between Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, Pennsylvania. People live and, live and die by it in the States. It's pretty awesome to be a part of. Dang, that's really cool. So you guys have both played U.S. college ball. Um, tell us just kind of a, a little bit about that experience, Dean. We'll start with you. Yeah, so as far as an experience, it was definitely interesting because I got thrown back into college life later on in my life. I, I went to school at a, what we call a normal age in Florida Tech, it, but in soccer, and then going back as a 33-year-old was interesting. Um, but one I'm really grateful for, obviously got to get my master's degree, and that's where I really also fell in love with the game even more. And and the, the team were brilliant. You know, it was interesting because of the dynamic of my age, but for me, I went in with the mindset of, focusing on kicking and nothing else and that's what i did for the for the two years i was there one was a covid year and the other i got a season out of it and just focused on kicking and always had that goal of getting to the next level and obviously college football was one way of getting there for me so i, I made the most of it that's awesome what about you jake yeah i uh it wouldn't be much of an exaggeration to say it was the best thing that happened to me other than uh, maybe meet my girlfriend right now. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Um, just getting the opportunity to really immerse myself. And I got five years as well with uh, the COVID year, but just five years with a life changing group of guys and coaches and getting the opportunity to play. It was D one ball. Uh, but some of those out-of-conference games where my first actual college start was at uh, University of Kentucky. Ooh, so wow. I went from those those uh, lawn chair games with mom and dad watching to, I think it was 76,000 sold-out homecoming game. Holy crap. We have so, the luck. Oh, we have the luck. Yeah. Those, those are uh, it's just exciting stuff. Like, you can never uh, 
you can't really buy that kind of opportunity. So I got really lucky and blessed to be put in that position. And it was definitely changing. Met a ton of friends for life. All the people that are going to be standing at my wedding are people I met in uh, at Eastern Michigan, along with my girlfriend, as long as I don't uh, piss her off in the next couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> we'll avoid those questions. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep keep those. Well, okay, but Jake, I, I have a really important question for you, and that is, how does it feel to be Dean Faithful's holder? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just short of Eastern Michigan, that's just about the next life changing. That's what I thought. It's what I thought. I thought it was. It's very important. I know. Yeah. D- Dean told me that you felt really strongly about it, so I thought I'd make sure I asked. The question. No, we have a we have a good running joke that uh, I don't punt for the Elks; I hold. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was supposed to introduce you that way, but I thought I thought you know sneaking it in later was funnier. Um, now let's talk a little bit about uh, how you guys came to the team because you both came from kind of different means. So, Dean, you were selected second overall in the global draft. Um, Tell us a little bit about what that day was like for you, and and did you know you were coming to Edmonton? Yeah, I've seen a a, a life changing day for me. Um, like leading up to that, I'd been training, and I kind of set myself a goal of the CFL and done all kinds of crazy stuff to try and make that opportunity happen. And you know, driving around Colorado, sleeping in my car, so I could coach and earn some money. And that money helped me get to LA where I had the tryout with Edmonton. And that was where I met coach, you know, coach Jones and had the opportunity to kick in front of him. And then, no, I didn't know much until draft day. Um, I was sat by my phone ready, hoping, and then got the call, you know, the phone rang and my heart went and I answered the call. And I don't know if you've seen the video, I was way more excited than the video showed, to be honest. And that was that was me trying to just be calm and say, "Thank you, coach." And but really, you know, as soon as I hung up that phone, I was jumping around the living room and angrily punching invisible people in the in the room. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a really really memorable day for me. I was by myself, you know. I was in Denver, and you know, friends were away. My girlfriend was at work, and I was just sat in a room by myself and really. You know, I sat there for a good half an hour, just like, wow, like I'm going to get to go to to Edmonton and and make this happen. So really special day for me. That's so cool. Uh, Jake, you're a different uh, route, obviously. You're uh, with Ottawa at camp and then one of their final cuts, but then got the call from Edmonton. So what was it like for you starting in one camp and then ending up with uh, the different teams? Yeah, uh, I got got selected in the 2020 draft. I can't remember what pick or what round or whatever, but uh, I opted to take that last year of college. And then uh, I took my shot last year down south and uh, made the decision to come up here uh, late in April. So I had made the decision. I want to say it was the 28th, and I packed up my stuff and got on the road the 29th. So uh, just being in Ottawa for the preseason – Coach Dice is a great special teams coordinator in this league, and getting to learn from him, Lewis, and Richie was a it was a great three weeks there. A lot of wisdom from them, and just a lot of learning about the game. Because I I grew up watching CFL, but I didn't I didn't really know what I was watching in terms of 
the rouge and the field position and uh, just how how wide the field really is uh, and how, how important the punt is. So getting to learn from them was great. And then uh, transitioning to Edmonton, it coming to, going to Ottawa happened quick, but I think Ottawa cut me at about 7 p.m. And uh, I had a flight in my email at about 8.30. No. So, so it happened happened very very quick <laughs> wow that is that's that wow that's incredible that's so incredible yeah. and just like those learning experiences like you said from leone and lewis like that's a gift oh man um but seeing as you guys are both new to the team what's it like to adapt to playing together um how do you guys bond how do you guys uh, work out the chemistry that you have even with peter oh sorry dean yeah it's go for it <laughs> dean oh yeah dean. sorry jake sorry yeah <laughs> um yes i mean i'm glad you brought up pete as well um because you know speaking from my point of view that the unit is what makes the success and i was going to say that about jake like there's no success without him um, and his holding, not to be, not to joke, you know, it is an important part of what, what I do. And like, he's an encyclopedia of football and the same as, same as Pete. And they've really helped me integrate into the group. And I'm learning things every day from them. And I might frustrate them sometimes, but like they are teaching me a lot. And, you know, like I said, my success comes down to them and I'm just really the last person that touches it. You know, it's not all about the kick. It's the whole unit and so the team as a whole you know that helps me integrate into them and i think my point of view as a kicker is that i just have a job to do and that's the best way i can integrate into the team there's a there's a quote whenever i talk about kicking it's actually by a soccer player called mario balotelli and it's a real simple quote but he uh, a journalist asked why he doesn't celebrate and he says you know why would i celebrate i'm doing my job does the, does the postman celebrate when he delivers letters? <laughs> and I try and remember that because I know it's, yeah, it's a simple quote, but it's like to keep that level head is important to, and to keep humble because I think what I try and appreciate is the effort of everyone else. They put in physically and the effort they put on the field. And the best way I can respect that is by coming on and doing my job. And so I try and keep that attitude about it. You know, obviously there's times I get up and down, but I try and keep, level-headed for the most of it and I think if I can do my job then I the boys can respect me and you know I feel weight I feel part of the team because of that so I think that's that's how I see it Jake yeah, that was a great answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean uh the guys are great like I've yeah. been on a, a couple locker rooms and uh and just like I'm getting texts just from numbers I don't have that say, Hey, are you hungry? Like you want to come get food or like any, whenever I punt, like there's four or five guys, great ball, great ball. And it's like immediate integration. Like the guys just, especially here, they, they understand those teams is a huge part of the game and just me, Dean and Pete doing our jobs at a high level that I think we got, we have a lot of equity. We got a lot of respect in the team and it's just, I don't, and I don't think it's necessarily results tied either. Like they just understand that we grind. They understand that it's a different part of the game and it's not as much sweat and blood as it is uh, their positions, but they just great group of guys. Like that's the biggest thing. 
So do you guys do a lot of bonding like outside of practice and games and stuff like playing video games, like you said, like going out for dinner, going to movies, like tell us the deets outside of the game and how you guys bond that way. Either of you just shoot. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll go and, and and Jake's probably more social than I am, but like I, uh, the, the team organize activities, you know, we've been out on the canoes on the river together. I'm sorry, did I steal your answer, Jake? No, I'm just remembering, I'm just remembering the canoes. Yeah, so, so that was a great day, but we were out on the river for a couple hours. And by the end of it, we were pretty tired, but it was a great day to bond with the fellas. Jake was in my boat or our boat. I didn't say my boat. <laughs> nice recovery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was Jake and I in a boat. And yeah, we spent the whole time racing everyone uh, stupidly, but it made it a lot of fun. And we managed to bond with a couple of the other fellas on the teams in different positions. And yeah, there's there's plenty of activities we've done done like that. And that's been really helpful in, in getting to know the boys and for me getting to know everyone especially as an older fella on the team and so that's been really helpful fantastic well yeah jake i'm gonna i need i have a different question for you because i i think this this year you you've probably had more practice punting than i think you even wanted <laughs> um as it turns out so far um so two-part question first part how's the leg and b what is the hardest part of punting Legs doing good. We're hanging in there. Good, We're, uh, good. Definitely earning my way on yeah. the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you give me the second part again. Uh, what What's the hardest part of punting for you? Hardest part of punting. It's there's a lot of technical things that go into it. There's the drop. There's the swing. There's the steps. But really, it's just the mental the mental bit of it. Because I know I can go out there and smash a ball, right. but it's it's knowing the situation, knowing what you need to do, s setting your mind right for success. It's a it's an easy thing to say. It's a difficult thing to really do mm -hmm. because earlier on in my career, when I was going out on the field, not a lot of nerves, just a lot of I am going to smash this ball. Right. <laughs> that. I don't know if you guys golf, but it's not a great strategy. <laughs> yeah, no. Not just finding, finding that level, finding that kind of getting in your zone. That's definitely the most difficult part because once you're in, it's, it's going to be a good night. But really settling in and finding your swing every night, dealing with the conditions, kind of I try not to worry about the pressures. The guys have done a great job this year just picking everything up and getting better every game but um definitely the mental aspect of the game i bet no doubt uh, so dean uh, jake was just talking about just you know just kicking the hide off that ball uh we noticed that obviously we've been uh, implementing a bit of a shorter kickoff and that's paid off on some recoveries by the team is that sort of harder for you to get into that mindset of the shorter kickoff rather than just pounding it down the field yeah, it's different to 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 what my college experience was where mm. it was often a deep one but you know i've uh, it's things we talk about with the coaches and i'm confident doing that kind of kick and actually love it that we can 
you know, vary our kickoff. So, yeah, it's a, it's a little different. You have to be, you know, it's a slightly different technique and you're trying to be really precise with your where you're landing. But, yeah, like you said, a couple of times it's really worked off and I'm glad it has. Yeah. If you just lined up and pounded it, though, it would land on the goal line, right? Like, you can, I know you can bomb it when you do kickoffs. So, yeah, we could drive it down there if needed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I thought. Sorry. Yeah, I can't, no, no, I kind of want to know, like, so far this year, like, not even in games, but in practice, what's your longest field goal? This year? Y yeah, like yeah, practice, I mean, games, whatever. We, you know, we, we vary it in practice and keep it around 50 and, you know, it's not about the long ball. I have that long ball in mm -hmm. me. There's no doubt about that. I'm confident, confident of that. And, you know, but in, in practice, we vary it and, you know, keep it within that realistic range, you know, 40, 50 yards. Absolutely. Yeah. So kind of okay. just. I get going off of football. So let's go to more fun stuff. What's your favorite part of Edmonton so far? Me, Jake, we'll start with you this time. Yeah, Jake, go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So far, my favorite part about Edmonton has been football because it's taken up a lot of my time. I haven't Fair. gotten out of the house much. Um, I mean, shoot. Just the kind of the, the culture of the city everyone we everyone i've met has just been uh as soon as they kind of figure out you're you're an elk they treat you a little bit differently like you get you get the better better side of the coin and it's it's a great culture especially with how just the results we've been we've been getting recently it's it's not wavering right i've only been here for seven and a half eight weeks and i've just you feel the hospitality of the city and it's uh it's really great like not to it's not the same in other places some places you don't get that some places you're you're just another team amongst the the other sports here you can really feel the people of the city their fans I am so glad you said hospitality and not hostility. That's a good thing. Um, so that's, I'm that very, very glad to hear that. Yes. Lots of amazing restaurants to check out when you have time, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a couple of them. Uh, it's been a lot of, a lot of takeout recently. So <laughs> way back burgers and Jasper, they're doing a pretty good job. That's also fair. Dean, what about you? Yeah, I agree with Jake as far as, as football and the, and the people go. And, you know, you hear about Canadian people in general. This is my first time to Canada and to end up in Edmonton. And everyone says Canadian people are really friendly. And it's true. You know, you guys are. And I like to think you're a little bit like us, uh, British in a way, as far as hospitality goes. But outside of that, I'm a bit of a nature boy. So I've loved going down to the river spending time down yeah, there we've had beautiful. some really nice sunny days we've had some smoky days too but some really nice sunny days and i love going down there so i'm hoping within time i can get out further and see some more nature and i've heard is it uh is it elk island mm -hmm. yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very nice. that sounds like it's right down my street but i haven't, yeah. haven't been there yet so yeah. definitely west definitely have to go west to those rockies oh yeah 
Got to yeah. get out there too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You'd love it. Yeah. I, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's commissioner's favorite place. Um, you don't say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now we're going to get to some fan questions. Uh, I'll, Mike, I'll let you scroll back and see if you can yeah. find a couple of questions. And while you do that, uh, I did get one beforehand from my friend Kobe. Uh, he wanted to ask you both, what advice would you give young kickers as they build their football path? So Jake, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, starting off, just have fun. Don't worry about hitting the big hang time or the long field goal. Have fun with it. Just learn to love it because it's a, it becomes a grind at some point. Like just keep that, that honeymoon phase, stay in that as long as you can. And uh, kind of like what Dean was saying, the consistency is what gets you paid. There are a lot of guys on Twitter who will post the 60-yarder will post the five second hang time ball but at the end of the day if you were out there with them with that camera it's a lot of swings before that <laughs> realistically and whether it's high school college cfl whatever nfl any other league what's going to get you paid is consistency and that's the thing you got to strive for love it what about you dean yeah yeah i agree with that and I would say as well, if you're a young kicker coming up, is to trust your own sort of technique in a way. There are certain principles, there's certain fundamentals of kicking, which we all try and, and all of us kickers try and tick those boxes on how we swing and our technique. But at the end of the day, we're all a bit different. And I think we can get told a million things by a million different coaches. And probably that's not always the best way to go it's not the you, you don't need to listen to everyone you know if it's working it works and and trust trust that development and then I'd, secondly i'll probably say is you have to keep a really positive mindset and even when, and i'm talking about the days you're training you know you might have a day that you are you're training and you miss a ton of balls but it's okay don't keep kicking don't kick a hundred more to make up for it you know, it might be time to take the boots off and go again tomorrow or the next day. So that's some good advice I've learned over my time training is don't keep going and kick your leg off. Just write that day off and, and we go again another day. Also for young kickers, maybe signing up for a game day kicking camp. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do any any of them that you know about or just uh, just throwing it out there? Or? <laughs> In the area is pretty good. I've heard. Yes. But... <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll retweet it. Just let us know when we need to get that out there. We'll help you out with that. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you Jake. <laughs> um, all right, super fan. We got a couple of fan questions to get to there. Yeah, we got a couple. Actually, I've got one of my own. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen any old footage of CFL games? We've had a couple of few kickers that uh, don't do that, what we call the soccer style or sidewinder kick. You ever seen any of the old toe punch kickers? Yeah. Yeah. Seen that. Seen a, a, a few videos of that on YouTube. Very interesting technique. Yeah. And not sure how they do it, to be honest. Must have some strong toes or some strong feet. And actually i have a friend he's a another english kicker called rob hart and he actually played he played in the nfl europe and he was with a couple of nfl teams but he kicked barefoot back in oh. the day so Oy. 
there's been barefoot kickers as well that we've had in, some yeah. in the snow and yeah there's some tough guys so that's an interesting one we had shoeless john baker back in the day yeah yeah there you wow. go all right so a question from leanne uh this is for both of you uh christmas is five months away you're welcome uh what is the best christmas present you've ever received let's start with jake oh i love that cool received that's a good one yeah i mean i don't want to go with the cliche of it's better to give but um all the memories that really pop into my head are the best presents i've given or i've gave um a really a present i loved when i was young but severely impacted my academic career was when my parents got me an xbox right <laughs> Direct, directly next report card but uh that, that's one of the one gifts that it was pretty awesome when it, when it happened when i was like <laughs> Oh, that's amazing that's oh, and, you know shout out to mama julian because she uh she likes everything with the podcast and has interacted with us a couple of times although we missed her when she was in town but next time next time yep. we can come to the tailgate so um that's amazing what about you dean yeah tough one what popped to my brain immediately was this purple mountain bike i had when i was about Ooh. 13. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it being the best thing. And I still could, I could picture the bike shop we got it from. I could still picture smelling the rubber on the tires in the morning. And I probably, probably that was. And I think, and this is going to sound a bit, a bit soft, but as I've got older, I've not spent every Christmas at home. Mm -hmm. I've been away a lot. And so probably the best gift is just being, getting to be there, getting to yeah. be with mum and dad. And, you know, we go down to the pub on Christmas day. It opens for a couple hours. We go have a pint, and the local pub gives you a free pint, and it's kind of, uh, you know, a really, a really nice day. And I love to share those moments with my parents. So that's probably, I know it sounds a bit, but that's mm -hmm. one of the, a nice gift. That sure. Sounds like the perfect Christmas. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. a free pint. I'm in. <laughs> like, that's, that, that's the best Christmas gift ever. That's, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, we got one more here. Uh, so Leanne again uh, is asking, uh, and of course this is sort of near and dear to our hearts as you can sort of see behind us and everything else. Uh, do you guys collect anything of any kind? What do you think about that one? How about you, Dean? Um, what do I... I collect boots. <laughs> so as in soccer cleats or... Yeah, right football boots here I have probably about 15 pairs many of them unopened really? and I went through I there was a point where I just got obsessed with um certain boots and just so I've got a bunch at home and there's a bunch in Colorado I may never wear and I always thought that one day in my sort of man cave in in my backyard or something I would have the boots hung up along with memorabilia and and for sure there's going to be some elks gear in there now uh whenever i kind of retire and so yeah that's probably the only thing i do collect is, is boots that's, <laughs> Very fitting. Cool. that's gonna be a great room yeah. what about you yeah. jake uh it's kind of like almost all specialists we're all a little superstitious yeah. so uh my freshman year of college um i remember seeing 
everyone was getting taped up. Like every part of their body was taped. And uh, first two weeks or so, I was like, come on. Like we don't need all this tape. It's probably a waste of money. And then probably that third week I was starting, so it'd be week five of the season, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get my wrist taped. So I, I had the trainers tape my wrist, and I had a I had a great game, like by far the best game of my freshman year. And so I was like, it was the tape. It had to have been, couldn't have been just a good week of practice, had to be the tape. So I had cut that tape off, and I kept it. And now every game I play uh, – I'll tape my left wrist and then I'll uh, I'll keep the tape. So it's it's kind of a superstition, kind of a a cool thing that kind of documents my uh, my playing career a little bit. But uh, yeah, I got a pile of sixty or so wrist tapes. That's cool. They smell good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little, little, but uh, I don't sweat too much, so they don't get they don't get yeah. How do you keep them? Like in a binder? Like Ziploc bag, pretty loose. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the maybe in the backpack pocket until I remember it's there. So, yeah. That will also be an That's amazing wild. wall in a man cave at some point. All yeah. the tape up with this game <laughs> and that game. It would be pretty cool. I, I, I think it would. I can tell you no one else is going to have that collection but nope. you. So it's exactly. amazing. Do you, do you date them? What was that? Do you date them? Like what game was which I'll, tape? And... I'll, write, I'll write a little something on them. And then if it was a, if it's a big game after the game, I'll mark it just so I kind of, I remember what it is, but uh, no, it's, it's really just a big pile. <laughs> Good way to verify how many games I've played in my career, but that's about it. A couple of them are marked with special dates. Like first, first Elks game, a uh, couple other ones in there, but yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's pretty that's rad. Amazing. All right, well, let's get to a couple of rapid fire ones, and then we can let you guys uh, out of here. But um, uh, I, Jake, I have a feeling I know what you're going to answer to this. But uh, pre-game rituals is is, <laughs> is 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 it taping the wrist? Is that your pre-game ritual? Take a shower when I get to the stadium, and then uh, when we go back in before the anthem, I'll tape my wrist. Okay, perfect. What about you, Dean? Not a lot of rituals. I try and keep it pretty open, you know, that way I'm sort of not stuck to anything or tied to anything. If things go wrong, I just like to turn up. But I always do listen to um, Charlie Pride on my on my headphones. Do you know who Charlie Pride is? Yes. yes. So, yeah, uh, I grew up listening to Charlie Pride, my dad's favorite country singer. And so that kind of just calms me down, any, any pre-match nerves sort of listen to a bit of Charlie pride and it kind of reminds me of home and reminds me of the bigger picture. So I, I kind of calm down. So it's probably awesome. the only ritual. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, speaking about home, uh, what about a favorite meal? We'll go back to, to Dean. I was thinking about this the other day cause I was, I was talking to someone about this. Um, if I, let's say if it was a last meal, I right. would want a bacon, egg and cheese, sandwich breakfast sandwich i could have that any time of day any meal i cook it every day uh if not it's got to be a sunday roast right again, oh yeah again just yeah family thing reminds me of home yeah mum's cooking back in the day and and so yeah sunday roast i do love a 
it's boring, but it's just wonderful. Oh, no, it's delicious. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jake? Favorite meal? Big sucker for Olive Garden. Oh, nice. <laughs> breadsticks? Come on. Breadsticks. Yeah. Can... That's right. Yep. Can't, can't uh, right. Yeah, until you work there, then you're like, <laughs> 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 it gets old quick. Uh, well, you kind of touched on this, Dean, but what music do you guys listen to, or do you have a favorite song right now? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big country music fan. Uh, strangely, for being English, there's not many of us. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, grew up on the old stuff, sort of Charlie Pride, Dolly Parton. We had a, a Dolly Parton tape in our old Ford Escort that was just flipped nice. over, side A, side B, for months. So I know every <laughs> Dolly Parton song. And so, yeah, and I, you know, I love a bit of uh, house music now. So, yeah, no, no favorite song right now. I, I just listen to all the old, the old classics, to be honest. It's the best music anyway. Yeah, it is. Jake? A lot of Morgan Wallen right now. And then uh, I never remember the artist, but occasionally the guys will play a song in the locker room. I'll be like, this isn't bad. <laughs> won't, won't play it in the car. My mom's in the car with me, but uh, <laughs> you not sing it for us. Yeah, what was that? You can't sing it for us. Uh, I can't remember right now. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, nice recovery again. Excellent recovery. We'll catch you yeah. in practice with a recorder. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> oh my. Uh, when you're not doing football, what do you like to do, Jake? Uh, big fisher, uh, love to fish. And then uh, got a dog. Uh, he's not up here yet, but he's going to come in uh, about four weeks now. Spent a lot of time with the dog and uh, your girlfriend. So. What, what kind of dog? He's a pit. Nice. 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 Yeah. Dean, what about you? Well, I feel like I'm, yeah, really indulged in football, and that's pretty much all I do. But when I, when I do get the opportunities, it's to escape that world. And that's often me going out into nature, as I kind of spoke earlier. It's like going on a hike, going on a walk. Obviously, I used to live in Colorado. Plenty of opportunities to get out in the mountains. And just, I, I, call, I call it escaping for the day. And just, even if it's a simple walk or a hike, that's probably what I like to do outside of football. Awesome. awesome. So uh, obviously across your career, as you're, you know, coming up, you may have had some players you uh, might respect everything else. Uh, do you have any players you looked up to as you're getting in your career? How about Jake? Me first? Yeah. Go on, Jake. Big one. I lost, watched a lot of tape and I, uh, I still come back to the tape. Thomas Morstead, longtime Saints punter. And he's, yeah. uh, he's with the Jets right now. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but looked up to him a lot growing up. Just the the pure consistency and uh, mix mixture of a strong leg and great dude. Good taste. <laughs> what about you, Dean? Yeah, so as far as uh, as far as the NFL goes, always watch Justin Tucker stuff. Just because he's, he's probably the greatest kicker in that league of all time. And then since I've since I've been here in the CFL, someone I'm looking up to and someone I, I get to communicate with sometimes is Paul McCallum. Right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, obviously a CFL legend and yes. 
and obviously had a great career. And so that's someone I look up to now being in the CFL and obviously can only hope to achieve sort of the successes he did. That's I think I think the CFL is pretty blessed with having just like really good kickers. And I don't mean as far as just talent, as far as personality too. Like we are gifted with some very humble, very passionate, but truly nice guys. So you've got like a whole bunch of people to you know look up like we're very blessed in the CFL. But anyway, that's a terrible segue into my question of <laughs> what is some place that you would like to travel to? Jake, we'll start with you. Really, this is my first time in the western part of Canada. So really? other than going BC Stadium, Saskatchewan Stadium, and Winnipeg Stadium, I really haven't been anywhere out west. So getting to see a little bit of Alberta would actually be great. Heading down to Banff, heading down to the Rockies west of Edmonton, that'd be a there's obviously some uh, like I'd love to go to Europe, but right now I've been I've been thinking about and planning a couple a uh, couple of trips just out and about in uh, in Alberta. Make sure you take Highway 93 between Jasper and Banff mm, if you do. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I agree. Try. Dean. Well, I've I've traveled quite a bit, but one of the places I haven't seen enough of, and this is quite broadly speaking, is is Asia. I've sort of hopped through China, spent 12 hours in Beijing, uh, <laughs> ate some scorpion and then kind of moved on. But <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It, it was good. It tastes like KFC. But um, yeah, I would love to see more of Asia. I've got, you know, there was a, a lady at Florida Tech that was, um, she worked in the cafeteria at Florida Tech and she was from the Philippines. A lovely lady named Rose. We stay, we stay in touch, and I would love to go to the Philippines and uh, see the kind of place she's from, and sp supposedly seven thousand different islands, which just sounds crazy. Wow. Which makes yeah. up the Philippines. So yeah, probably there. Very Amazing. cool. Very cool. All right. So uh, this one, Dean, I'm going to start with you. So, what is the most Canadian culture shock that you've had, and why is it Adam Konar? <laughs> he's so canadian yeah he is he's so canadian. he is yes but we yeah so nice it. so yeah. nice so friendly right but just a monster of a human as well so <laughs> it's nice i mean god no real honestly no real culture shocks i mean i i feel like it's been so easy for me to move here and that's to do with the coaches and the team and the Elks as an organization making it so making it so welcoming and then the community as well. So yeah, no real culture shocks, to be honest. I think we're very similar as Brits mm -hmm. and Canadians. We, there's so many similarities. I can come here and go to a pub. And I can find sausage rolls and there's Cadbury's on the shelves, you know, so poutine's about as Canadian as it's got so far. Uh, so yeah, it's been easy. It's been, it's been great. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. Um, so what would you say is your best football memory so far? Uh, let's go back to Dean. Uh, I would say in college, let, let me, there's probably college and then now. College would be, you know, I got to hit an important kick in, in overtime 
to keep us in the game. And then we went on to win that game. Um, it just sticks out in my head because it, it was a great day. And then it'd have to be obviously my first game for the Elks, to be honest. It's a massive moment for me, first year as a professional and as a, as a rookie, as a 36-year-old rookie. <laughs> you know, that's got to be the, the best moment in football for me so far. And obviously, I hope there's there's many more and even better ones to come. More to come. Yeah. And Jake, what about you? Favorite football memory? Probably two of them. Uh, first one um, was really, really close. Still am with the kicker at Eastern. And we, uh, it was, I believe the score was 28-28. We were playing Illinois. Uh, so it was a big matchup for us. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. I got to hold the game winner. Nice. But, uh, it was there's a huge story that goes along with it, but it was just a it was a really important kick, and it uh, it was just awesome to be a part of a game winner like that. And then uh, probably moving on to the next step was uh, getting the call from New England last year, and on the mm. third day of the draft, and it was just awesome to kind of hard work was kind of coming full circle, and uh, I was getting my shot. I bet those are both awesome. Well, I think um, there's going to be some new memories made very, very soon. And we have tips on how to celebrate if you need them. <laughs> but what's the first thing you guys are going to do after this win on Saturday? Uh, it's a tough one. You <laughs> guys, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Take a deep breath and <laughs> breathe out and not celebrate too hard and go again. Honestly, it's, yeah, it would obviously be a relief for everyone. You feel it. But we're working hard to to get there. And I think it would just be a case of celebrate appropriately and understand we still need to move on the next day and, and keep going because one one win doesn't mean doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things. So it'd be to move on quickly and do the right things. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Uh really important that we don't celebrate it like a Super Bowl victory. But um, with that being said, um, give a couple guys a couple big hugs and uh, just make sure Coach Shep is still breathing. <laughs> he, gets pretty, he gets pretty wound up, and uh, I think I'd go check on him first. <laughs> well, after you check on him, just run over to the bottom of Section C. I'll be standing there. I'll give you both a hug. You can carry on. It'll. Yeah, I don't ask much. Just a little. Just a quick. You know, we'll make sure that we congratulate you because we we know it's going to happen because the podcast bump. It's fine. It's yep. we, we really appreciate the fact that you're helping to celebrate. Um, the fans will do it for you anyway. Believe me. Oh, yeah, in the we'll, crowds, we'll, we'll find a way. Champagne showers. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for taking some time to chat with us and, and let us get to know you a little better. Um, it was uh, it's, it's always amazing to uh, talk to guys who work so closely together um, and, uh, and, and see what you guys are doing and what your experience has been here. So, and we're, we're all very thankful that you're on the team. So uh, let everybody know where can they follow you guys and, and kind of connect with you as, as the season goes on. Uh, Jake, I'll start with you. Yeah, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's just my first and last name. Instagram, it's Jake Er bunch of Z's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just really uh, appreciate you guys for having us on. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got my girlfriend the shirt, and she 
wears it all the time. She's going to wear it for the games. It says punters are people too. Amen. Fantastic. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Yep. We have to, uh, I, I, whenever she's here, when she's coming to a game, you just tell her to come over. We'll feed her at the tailgate because we'll know yes. the shirt. Yeah. We'll make sure that's <laughs> fantastic. What about you, Dean? So, yeah, Twitter, it's uh, faithful at faithful Dean. Yep. Nice, easy one. It's just backwards at faithful Dean. And then Instagram is dean.faithful. And then just to add in, if, if there are any, people interested in kicking and want to, you know, if there's some young fans out there that want to know more about the game and kicking in, in particular is to follow at game day kicking, or you can go on gamedaykicking.com. I'm always accessible here for information. If, if young kickers want to find out how they can become a kicker and how they can improve their game. So just want to say that too. That's awesome. That is fantastic. We will absolutely plug that as the week goes on so that we can get get more people to come out and, and do that with you because that would be you. amazing. So, Appreciate well, uh, you guys have a great game on Saturday. Uh, we'll be excited to cheer you we'll on as always. We will be there. And, uh, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, don't take it personally, but we hope that you're only out to kick converts. And uh, that would be very exciting for the rest of us. Um, but either way, we, uh, we're already fans. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, we will be right back with the rest of the show right after this. This is Jake Serezna, and you're listening to the Surf District Podcast. And we're back. And uh, boy, they're they're great. Yeah. And uh, I wish you could have heard how they signed off. It was outstanding yeah. um, to uh, keep it private. You know, yeah, exactly. But uh, but they're they're cute together. It's they are. It's a cute um, it was uh, yeah, they're great great chat. Thank you guys for the time. Uh, I know it'll, it's a little longer show than we usually do, but uh, I thought that was totally worth it because they. Yeah. Were, yeah. Is it? Is it though? Is it? Yeah. It is. It is a little, but that's fine. Uh, you know what that means? It means the game recap can be a lot shorter. So that's Yay! not a problem because uh, we don't really need to get too far into that. No. Uh, second verse, same as the first. Yeah, it's uh, as I said in my uh, three down um, article, uh, this is the song that never ends. Um, yeah. or it just seems that way. Uh, Elks lose 28-14 to the Bombers. Now, hey, they covered the spread. We did. Take the positives. Um, but we're now 0 and 7 to start 2023. Cool. And 11 straight over the two seasons. Correct. Okay, I actually have a really funny um, cool. little side note. So on you my face, that? on my Facebook, a memory popped up. Okay. And it says 10 years ago today, I said, F this season. <laughs> <laughs> if only I knew back then what yeah. was to come. We went 4 and 14 that year. So I don't yeah. blame you. I was yeah. just like, oh wow. That's okay. Oh, girl. Girl. Mike, Mike posted a memory today of the show that happened the week before he became a regular on the uh, podcast. Yeah. And my <laughs> intro was something to the effect of my dog plays better defense than what we have on the team. And um, I'm like, wow, neat. Um, it's uh, It's only been. Can your dog play offensive line? Come on, Wilson. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, well, he's probably. he's probably big enough. Yeah, there you yeah. go. He'd, he'd bark at them. They'd be really good that <laughs> way. Just throw some barbecue sauce on the 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 or um the defensive line, <laughs> and then line. Wilson will just. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, 
I'm sure he'd be excited about that. Um, All right. So the, what I will say with this game is that there is a, we do have a few more goods to, to go with. So I, I wanted to start with some goods in this game and and then we'll go to some needs work. Uh, Commissioner, let's start with you. Give me some goods from the game. Well, you know, the one that really sticks out is we didn't completely, I say we, like I'm involved. (laughs) (laughs) Like I have, I helped. Um, Sorry, Cliffy just put in the chat. Kayla D, pleasant since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that's well, good. Uh, that's good. Oh gosh, Cliffy. I love it. It's it, you're just always haunting me, just always in the background. Like um, um, you know, we came out of the the half and we didn't do too bad. We didn't completely crap the bed. The third—it's one of the better third quarters we've had. It this is. Season. It is. But I, but that's for the bad. So I'll leave that. But uh, honestly, I just like I was so miserable again after the game. I really just don't remember anything except for the fact that we didn't crap the bed after the half. And that was that was. I'm. I'll take that. All right, that's fair. Super fair. So, what do you got? Supper time adjustments, no longer lunchtime. Lunch, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because they happen after the game. Right. Uh, super fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, the obvious one, of course, is Dylan Mitchell's touchdown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That Finally, yeah, there fantastic. he is. There he is. Um, my little guy got a Dylan Mitchell jersey this year. Uh, that was oh. one of his favorite players, so he was super excited watching that one. Um, and actually super excited to, uh, yesterday as well. They went to uh, K-Days and saw the players as well. And, oh, nice. And uh, uh, someone who's a favorite of your families as well, uh, Manny Arsenault, yeah. came up and talked to uh, Jedi and to uh, uh, our little T-Rex. And uh, yeah, just spent some time with them and made them feel awesome. So uh, yeah, the, the Dylan Mitchell one is, is definitely the thing. And um, probably on defense, we had uh, Tony Jones stepping in. Uh, uh, he, I thought he had a good game. He had a really solid game. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't seem like a massive drop off. Like for a, a guy we right. haven't really seen a ton of, yeah. I, I thought he played middle very well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, d- the defense seemed to pick it up too. Like they seem to be playing at the steam that they are. <laughs> the first three quarters, yeah. Well, uh, you can't. Pl- that was for my bad. Okay. We're waiting for that. But yes, the fourth <laughs> quarter was just, you could see it like huffing and puffing and boy anyway good we're doing good yes good uh the early stop on short yardage Mm -hmm. was very excited um leads to a bad so i'll stop there um and um of course just on the show dean faithful two for two that's five for five in the last two games he's he's heating up people Love it. And we're getting far enough down the field that he gets to kick it. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Right. Really good legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good. <laughs> sure. Sure. I we believe you. No. Um, no, it's um I, I I thought that was I thought those were actually really good thing. Um even even Cornelius, like when he was running yes. in the first half, I, I thought that that was a kind of a game changer. It was starting to kind of turn the tide i thought this was something we were getting back to what he did before and and um and then winnipeg you know altered that in in the second half so um well that's what happens when you're going against a veteran team who knows exactly what they're doing when they're not performing as they should that's fair that's fair uh all right super fan we'll start with you for some needs work 
Well, uh, we chatted a lot during the game, and it was yeah. tough seeing some of those throws from Cornelius going behind the receivers, uh, which turned into turnovers. Yeah, um, it was yeah. just either incomplete or a turnover. I mean, the old joke is when you throw the ball, three things can happen, and two are bad. And we had a lot more of those uh, second two uh, things. So, uh, while it was probably Cornelius's best game statistically. Um, with some of his his completion percentage, it was just drive killers when he's throwing them into you know behind. They've got to reach behind and and either gets picked off, or mm-hmm. we have to punt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that was a uh, definitely very very tough. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah, the lack of chemistry too, just with him and the receivers. I mean, uh, he does carry the heavy burden of being the leader of the of the team being the quarterback in the position that he's in and like his accuracy we all know is is struggling but at the same time these receivers need to catch a ball we need to create those lanes obviously for the the running back to get through there's just like the, the consistency and the chemistry of the offense is not clicking there's some moments where you're like oh hey 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 and then something happens and it's usually detrimental it's not a a small minor little thing it usually results in like what you were saying a turnover or we're punting again so it's just it's really exhausting to feel like you're like oh 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 we're okay and then it comes crashing down because of a bad mistake or a drop kick you know so it's just that chemistry there's just something that's not clicking and it's yeah yeah yeah, it it and and um, like you said earlier, Mike, they're gassed, and then in the fourth, they they yeah. can't stop the run, right? And yeah, yeah. Oliveira got eighty yards in the, in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's 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 pretty wild. And 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 we didn't capitalize on those turnovers. We had two stops right. on short yardage. We had the interception from Marcus Lewis, which was a beautiful interception. Yeah, and we we ended up with three points out of those. So. That that part was difficult. I think, I think Cornelius is sometimes just trying to do too much, and that's where you look at the, you know, intentional grounding coming out of the the end zone where he had a lot of pressure. Don't get me wrong, um, but uh, turn, see that pressure is there, and fire that ball out of bounds. <laughs> like right. there's uh, so because you know he can throw it. So I, I just I just think the the pressure on them to 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 be better is is also causing some waning yeah we're, yeah we're we're throwing it when we not supposed to so and it's just yeah it's the immaturity too right of just being that player you're just immature in the league and that's not to say that a young player can't like look at Dustin Crum right now right like sure yeah but there's just some some people who can handle that mental i guess capacity of coming onto a team and adapting quickly and some people can't. And I think that's where we're really struggling too, is just finding that offense that adapts together. Yeah. It's just like these missing chess, these chess pieces that can't coordinate. And it's, it's, it's not all on Cornelius, but he does carry the heavy load because of his position. So it's, yep. it's, uh, it's fair. It's fair. Um, all right, enough of that. Let's get to uh, other things now. Uh, this isn't exactly happy either because we released a few players yeah. this week. Uh, linebacker Toby Antigua and wide receiver Maurice French, which oh. uh, 
came as a big shock to a lot of uh, the the Elks fan base. Um, Chris a lot Jones of fans. today uh, saying that he just found that he didn't block as well. And right. that was part of the issue. So um, although I will give, I think it was, is it Hodge? Hmm. Wish I could give credit to the right person, but somebody said, well, based on this logic, shouldn't he release his entire offensive line? And I kind of laughed about that. I'm like, that's not, not a... There's so many players that you could say the exact same thing for. So it's just, like, not with the blocking, but just the inconsistency. And you're just like... Yeah. yeah okay. It's, sure. It's, it's interesting, but uh, unfortunately, Maurice is... I'm sure he'll get picked up before too long. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we all said wealth. Of, anyway, what's that? Oh yeah, we all. <laughs> yeah, that one took me a second. Correct. Yes. Apparently, it was J.C. Uh, Abbott that said that. Ah, there you go. I yeah, yes. there you go. I yeah. knew it was one of them, and I couldn't remember which one. Yeah, but that was that was wonderful. Um, now on the injury side, we did have some guys returning to the yes. field. Uh, Manny Arsenault back on the field. Uh, Andrew Garnett back on the field. Niles Morgan back on the field. Uh, and Villa Mazar was back as well. Um, so they were all back practicing and we're full practice so maybe we see some guys coming off the six yeah. there uh and Ganey was there but limited but maybe that you know edit be i think he's got this game and one more because he was injured so. in the bc game i believe yeah. so um so it should be he he's getting close as well so right. not a bad thing to have that leadership in the back um i would have to think that there's going to be some signings before too long because we've had so many releases well, not only that, but there's five people on the practice roster. Like, right. And isn't it supposed Half. to be 10? Yeah. yeah. And and when does it expand? Is that at Labor Day usually? That it That's usually around when uh, NFL cutdowns. Okay. Then it expands a bit. So so we'll see. But uh, you'd have to think there would be some things coming. So. And you, I think you would think, too, with French, maybe it was a personality clash as well. Because wouldn't you just boot him back to the practice roster? Or could you not do that? Right. Well, you could, but he could also refuse to take the practice roster. Spot, Fair. Fair. Right? And that could Fair. be another that could be another spot. So uh all right, we're no hoard and tell this week. So we are yep. off into the game pre oh look at that. Look at that picture. Yeah. Is that the Giz on that? Shirt? It's Giz. Oh, and it says normal. it says, um oh, I don't think you can see it. <laughs> All-time punt returner. There you go. I, I can't see that. Yes. And then there's a Willie Plus signature right there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. They it signed everything together. All it was time. at the thrift shop. But, sure. And then some unknown origin that Mike, you'll have to look at because I have no idea who it is. All right. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, may, maybe when you're not wearing it. <laughs> I, I meant you can bring it separately and we can actually see. Or it I could just take a picture of it. I'd be cool. fair. That's another thing too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to our game preview. Friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elks versus the Lions. Uh, they are back on home turf. Um, five o'clock start, so the tailgate will be open at about 2.30. And on the menu, super fan is... We've got some barbecue chicken and corn on the cob. Mm. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for the corn on the cob. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Elks announced today it's also going to be the first game ever that has being broadcast in Punjabi. Yes. That's on cool. My radio 580 AM, which is so cool. That's so cool. 
I, I thought that's a, that is a very cool thing. I, I'm really glad you said it was at five because I thought it was at four, so I was going to show up at two. That's okay. You'd be right in time for Tipgate. Right. I'm always on time. What are you talking so, about? Kayla, games at four. <laughs> I'm, I've been doing very well this year. How dare you, sir? That's true. That's very true. You have you have been doing much better. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's also on Saturday. It's also country night. Yay. Uh, and Apparently in the playing tailgate, too. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. Oh, well, Dean will have a heyday. Now, I believe that's at the tailgate that's on the east side, though. I don't think they're playing on the west side. That's one, are they? Uh, really? Yeah, that is a shame. Um, now, unfortunately, I know, Kayla, Brennan Adams is hurt. Uh, got hurt last week. Oh. Uh, and it was confirmed today that Dane Evans is going to be the starter this week. Now, not a huge injury for Adams. He will probably be back one or two weeks, but it does mean that we are facing Dana, which should be what, interesting. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes up <laughs> because I know better than that. I've learned, but fool me um, one, shame on you. Fool me seven times. Apparently <laughs> shame, shame on, on me. Plus. Still, yeah. still counting less. That's fair. Um, all right. What do we need to see in this game? Start with you, Superfan. Well, we've said <laughs> this time this game is it. The Canadian game is one in the trenches. The offensive line just has to be better. We need to give uh, Cornelius more time in the pocket or better protection when he's maybe moving out of the pocket and opening holes for that running game. Uh, on defense, we've got to push as much as possible and get that contained to just make Evans have to throw the ball and hopefully our secondary can uh, maybe pick a few of them off. Well, if I'm not mistaken, he is, well, maybe it's not just him, but the, I thought I saw more of the throwing game from Danes than the run game this past weekend. Yep. He is more of a thrower in yeah. and and the Lions have some major weapons <laughs> when you think of Rhymes and Hatcher and Whitehead and oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's all of a sudden um yeah, it's just like Wizard of Oz. Like, oh my. Um so yeah, I d I, I don't know. I I our secondary is really gonna which is a young secondary is really gonna have to step up against these this receiving core. Which makes me think that the pressure is going to be substantially needed on Danes because he is prone to throwing those naughty balls if he gets a lot of pressure on them. So, which is great for us. Can that be a t-shirt? I think it should be. Yeah. Oh, another one. Just rack them up. He throws. Yeah. He throws just, naughty balls. Just naughty balls. Just naughty balls. That's it. Okay. <laughs> That'd be awesome. K n o t t y or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Just checking. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, Lewis is another guy that had such a great game. I think he's been mm -hmm. quietly our best member of the secondary this season. I would agree. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to be interesting. I agree that they got to be able to put the pressure on. Um, not sure if Mizell will be back this week either. Which I'm not uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. He did rather well against us the first time around. Well, um, the whole team did rather well against us. So. Yeah. So. So we'll see. Uh, I think we're going to need some creativity on on the offensive side because the BC defense is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, there is going to be a lot of pressure. So are we going to look at, you know, screen passes or bubble passes or swing something? Because I, I, they're going to have to be able to get the ball out of there quickly. Yeah. Um, and accurately. Yeah. 
and and try to get the the or get the running game but going to the outside because they're not going to get much on the inside that's for sure so absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, we just this is going to might go oh he'll be back he'll be back All he'll right. be we'll, back we'll watch for him um yeah so there's lots for um for their for their and the creativity is going to have to be huge that's that's my feeling um so and then and, the, the, uh, the crappy part is is like obviously with it's rick campbell right yeah it's rick yes campbell. yes um he isn't he won't come into this game thinking it's like or knowing it's a trap game like he's there he just knows like he's his team has to be consistent no matter who they play so which is not great for us <laughs> yeah that's yeah it's no like kidding. That, yeah, yeah, pedal to the metal the entire way. But yeah, I'm just like, I'm the one thing I was looking forward to about Saturday probably won't even be there. Uh, oh no, Vernon, they said that he was going to be uh, dressed in so the third quarter, <gasps> but not like it's for emergent situations only. I don't care. I'm just going to yeah. run on the field and go give him a hug. <laughs> That's all I want to do. That's all I'm looking forward to. You're still, uh, you're still wearing that other jersey, are you? Yes. All right. Well, there you go. Capper uh, fills in for Tim on this one and says, shreddy, naughty balls. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, you guys Capper. suck. <laughs> but we oh, love you. That was funny. Uh, Leanne said, not holy balls. So it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's kind of. Well, we did have them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite comment so far was uh, Kyle, who said, at this point, if I was coming off the sixth game, I would hurt myself to go back on the sixth game. <laughs> oh, Ouch. Man. I hope not, because we need anybody from the sixth game that we could possibly get. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Mike said he thought he lost us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you not All see right, him? Then. There. Now I see you. Ah, right. okay. I was like, I see him. He's right there. Hang on. I'm. I gotta get I now. Gotta you put yourself on the sixth game. You're like, I can't take this anymore. There, that should actually add you back in here in just 30 seconds. There you are. Lovely. Oh, there there's, the, there's Kayla's dog. It's exciting. Um, okay, the uh, he welcomed you back too, Mike. All right, let's get into um, our fantasy and pickums for this oh, week. Gee, I don't even know who's playing, to be honest. Well, the good thing is I have it listed, I can tell you. So no, first well. game is Hamilton playing the two wins in a row, Ottawa. In, in Ottawa? In they are Ottawa? playing in Ottawa. That is correct. So, Commissioner, who you got? Hmm. Hmm. So who shall I pick? Powell hmm. versus Crumb. Let's, uh, let's just uh, continue with the fun Crumb and, uh, yeah. The yeah, fun, fun crumb. He's fun. He's yeah. that. Yes. You know Harry Potter. Yeah. If you know Harry Potter, it's like, crumb, crumb. Oh, I, know. I know who it is. Yeah. 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 But yeah, um, yeah. I think I I really like how this team is coming together. I real I just I thoroughly enjoy watching them, and it's such a relief that someone has turned their season around for the better. And I'm just I'm so happy for our nation, and they're just fun to watch. They're so fun to watch. So I am definitely on that bandwagon. Fantastic. Super fan. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be interesting. I really liked seeing Powell play in the last mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they had talked about Bo maybe coming back, but I'd be like, you know, what this kid can do. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, uh, again, much like Crum, he, I thought he played a pretty exciting game. Mm-hmm. I don't know now that there's a little bit of fill on him that he's going to have maybe as much success. Uh, and Crum, having had those two games, and the team itself really playing well around him, I think that being at home, this is Ottawa's third win in a row. I am going to make this uh, boring as far as the show is concerned and agree with you completely and say that, yes, this is a, we're all going Ottawa. Uh, As we go to pick the rest of the games, if you have a prop bet for our Elks game, please put it in the chat below so that we can get to those. Uh, Kayla, you get to pick the prop bet tonight. So either somebody will put something in there and you pick it, or you have to come up with one. Yep. Put something in. I'm not creative. Okay. Uh, Oh, there's so many things. Shut up and move on. Uh, Saskatchewan is traveling to Toronto to play the undefeated Argonauts. Super fan, who do you have? Hey, until they lose, they're still the champs. I got to go with the Argos. They've been, again, another exciting team. And uh, as we talked about earlier, if you picked uh, Kelly in fantasy. You did well. You did very well. Yeah. Or for that matter, if you picked Crum. Yeah. Yeah. He also did pretty well. And he was a lot cheaper than Chad Kelly. So. Sure was. Sure was. Um, all right. Uh, I am going to go with you and say that the Argos take this one. I think their defense is just too good right now. So uh, they, uh, their offense is good too, but their defense right. can win them games. So Commissioner, who you got? And if you didn't, if you picked VA, welcome to my world. And <laughs> Um, but I am going to sweep this one as well and select the Argos and go shut this window because I hate this talk. Sounds good. Uh, All right. And then the last game is Calgary at Montreal. Uh, So Montreal is coming off the bye. Calgary is coming off a loss in overtime. Exciting game. game is... Oh, it was a very exciting game. It was very back and forth. And and what was eight lead changes or something in that game? It was awesome. Um, so Calgary at Montreal, in Montreal, uh, I am going to go with Montreal. I'm going to say that coming off the bye, they yep. they find a way. And uh, although Calgary's, uh, you know, come on late, as of late, um, I think it'll be interesting. I'm going I'm to go with Montreal at home. Kayla. Oh, I really want to say Montreal too. Really, really, really. So I will. Okay. <laughs> Montreal. I, I think the Stamps are going to win, but I don't care. I'm not picking them. Fair. Super fan? Uh, well, I did see the Stamps got Jagera Davis back too. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. White, uh, which I think is great, but I don't think it's going to be uh, enough for him to really settle in. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a very similar kind of defense to what he played with before, but I think he's going to need another week or so to work his way in. So I'm going to again make this a uh, sweep and we're going to wow. go with the Montreal Alouettes making everybody in Edmonton happy and beating those rascally stampeders. Did we all select the same team? We did. That's, that's, same as that's... last week. Yeah. Picked all did the we? same. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. 
Look at us go. Wow. That's uh, what we all think is alike, I guess. We're going to have to start putting in, bringing in the Ghost Stamps Go podcast rule where whoever picks third <laughs> has to pick the other one and tell us why, just for fun. Um, but for now, we will stick with uh, our picks as we have them. Uh, any prop bets that got into the chat there, super fan? I don't think I saw any yet, but let me know if you see anything. <laughs> okay, uh, please give me a prop. Give me a prop. <laughs> certainly not seeing any prop bits in there uh i did lose some of my uh feed when i got disconnected and reconnected but um okay yeah uh i'm not seeing something usually we can rely on uh, some good ones but uh, all right um just right, be creative Kayla. it's not creative at all have we done passing yours for cornelius this year we did we did do Dang that it. once yes we did do that once yeah he was under he was uh, you don't say Whoa. oh there we go as a last one here for ken his prop bet is rushing yards for the Lions. Oh, I don't know dear. if that's any better. Oh, my. That makes me sad. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, what else you got? there? Or, or you can pick that one. Kayla, you can pick whatever you want. I'd like to try to, like, at least, you know, kind of go for our team in a way. All right. <laughs> okay. Have we done sacks this year? Like elk sacks? Elk sacks. Yeah. Uh, elk sacks. I don't know if, did we do that one? Possibly, but this is a different game, Wait, so it's fine. It, is Serezna back in the middle? the middle? He was the last game. Oh, right. They haven't released a Deftar yet. Okay. Um, I guess let's go sacks for the elk. Okay. Or we could do something with our kickers. We just had them on. That's oh, that's true. true. Yep. See, well, Mike, you pick. You do it. <laughs> do the kicker one. You, but you said it. You said do it. Do the kicker one. <laughs> Capper just suggested over under Cornelius. What is happening, please? Oh no. No, no we're not no. picking that one. No, no. All right, no. let's do a kicker one. So we've had, uh, so we've had some kicking, like field goal stuff. Let's do punting. Yep. Let's okay. do a uh, punting average by uh that's the not the net average wow the but, just, uh, jake julian punting okay. average okay uh i will set the line at 45 and a half yards well, that's a good punting call average. average yep that's that's not a bad line hey do you like that one i do yep it's uh it, it it's it's a tight one so um so on average, he's been punting it somewhere between five and nine times a game. Yeah. Uh, usually on the higher end. That's why I asked if his leg was okay. Um, and I believe that he's mostly averaged somewhere between 43 to 48 in a game. I think he had one that was 49, but he's been in that range. So I'm going to go with 45 and a half. Commissioner. Over under. Oh man, because we're playing BC defense, I'll probably have to say a little over. Okay, okay. fair enough. Super fan. Yeah, I mean, you gotta admit, uh, I'm hoping he's not having to punt a whole lot. Um, you That's know, I mean, hope. technically, we could say zero because he might not be punting at all because we're just doing so well. Yes, yeah. I I love the positivity. Oh, I know that's so sweet. That being said, <laughs> as much as I do love to be positive and, and, you know, if coach were here, he'd, 
You'd agree with me? Correct. Um, oh, that's a tough one. His last punt. Um, so he had 48.3 last game and 44.3 mm-hmm. the game before. So it's sort of flirting around that 40. And What and if I Ken, picked 45.5? And Ken is saying <laughs> Julian's punting average to date is 46.8 yards. So yeah, not bad that call. I pulled that one out of the top of my head. <laughs> is that where you pull it out from? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Kayla. <laughs> I'm gonna go with over. All right, and I am gonna go with just under. I think he ends up with like 45. So I'm gonna say under. So just cheater. Plus that shakes it up for one of our picks. There technically you go. again, could be 45.5 on the dot. So yeah, technically. See, there you go. I like 45. It's perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, in You're our over it, fantasy pool, uh, Mike, week. you took down Zach in uh, with a very good week in his second overall in scoring points. My best week so far. Yeah, I had my best week so far, too, uh, in <laughs> winning the first Civil War against commissioner kayla yeah 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 i did find a way uh now a little bit of a wrinkle next week in the podcast fantasy pool in that we are all playing against the average so sucks man (laughs) and the better you do the better our average is correct which then means more people because you could have you could have more than eight people win or lose depending on yeah. how Let's high somebody scored Cornelius. and how low somebody else scored, right? So, so I'll make an agreement. We picked Cornelius the entire <laughs> league. <laughs> All three of us? No. no, no, like the entire, our whole league, and then make them our captain, and then we can do other things. Yeah. It's, yeah. Why don't we just all pick Vernon Adams Jr. then? Because <laughs> he's not playing. If looks could kill. <laughs> Oh my Just saying God. he's not playing, so you know. He's Don't fine. disparage my VA. <laughs> I was waiting for Mike to fall over dead right at that yeah. moment. That was incredible. Holy cow. If you're listening to the podcast, please go back and watch uh, the show <laughs> at 133. You'll see Kayla, Jeff, Claire, Mike. Okay. Not protective. Uh, not at all. Beat the average this week. That's what we have to do. All right. Well, uh, thank you once again to Dean Faithful and Jake Julian yes. for joining us. Uh, they were amazing guests, and hopefully we will have them back on to chat in even more detail because Jake tells us uh, we need to know the story about uh, punting for dummies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That would be important. So we bring him back on for that. Um, where does everybody find you two to connect with you, starting with you, Commissioner? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. I think that's, is it still called Twitter? Are we still Twitter? I don't know. For now, it's, mine still looks like a bird. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess it's, yeah. It's Twitter. Going to give it to you? I I don't know. Anyway, uh, Superfan, where do they find you? That's where that was. Uh, You can find me on most socials at 56 Parkies. And then you can find the history and horde segments at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. And you can find me at Free Pelicious or, of course, find the show at The Turf District on all of the different social media channels, Twitter, Slash, X, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, you know, YouTube. Find it all. 
Um, but definitely subscribe on YouTube. And yes. if you haven't watched the Dustin Nielsen one, please go back and watch that. And thank you to all of you who have watched it. It is our yeah. most watched episode. Uh, thank you to Dustin for that. Yeah. Um, so good at what he does. So good. 100%. Uh, Hundo P. Sorry, I said that wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, make sure that you uh, catch up on Three Down Nation uh, with my articles that come out the day after the game. Uh, because this Sunday it's going to be a, pl a pleasant one. You take that however you need to. That's fine. <laughs> Not Kayla pleasant or it might be, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, if you're on YouTube, stick around for overtime where we will get into more questions and chat with all of you. Uh, otherwise it is a bye week next week and we will <sighs> also be taking the bye. Uh, so we will be back in two weeks to recap the lions game and set up the Winnipeg blue bombers game and uh. see what other transactions happen in that week, which I have a feeling could be more. So maybe we'll see. Anyway, for the kickers, Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch your balls with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.